please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers, and others related to traveling and tourism. What's up, Travel Tips Podcast listeners? This is Kai speaking. Welcome to the Daily Travel Tips Podcast. I am here today with Rodrigo from Max Pets in Playa de Carmen. Hello, Rodrigo. Hi, Kai. Kai. How are you doing? Good. Am I saying it right? Uh, yes, actually, um, better than most people. Oh, okay. Because well. <laughs> my name is actually really hard to pronounce to most uh, expats and, and foreigners from Mexico because we... Uh, roll our R's very yeah. very strong, but it's that's very accurate. How do you how do you pronounce your name? Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Okay, I'm doing my best. <laughs> You're doing your best, but it's, uh, I, I like it better than when French people call my name because it's almost impossible for them. Okay. Well, <laughs> me as a German, my R or R is a bit different. Anyway, um, we are here today in uh, well in your lovely apartment. Thank, Thank you, you for the invitation. Thank you. I, I like to be here in my house. Yes. Well, it's a really nice. Uh, the wind is uh, going through it. You don't actually do not need that much air conditioning. I Luckily, guess. no, because I hate it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, well, we are here. You are the owner, the founder of I, Max Pets of the uh, Facebook group. Is that correct? That's correct. I founded the Max Pet Club uh, almost a year ago now. Well, actually, it's been a year, a year and a couple of months. Okay, congratulations. It's a, it's a very successful Facebook group and the community. Uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself quickly and uh, then we go from there. Absolutely. Okay, so my name is Rodrigo Sagastegui, uh, which is also very hard to pronounce to most people. <laughs> I am originally from Mexico City, but my dad is from Peru and my mom is uh, from Mexico, um, originally from Hidalgo. Although she was born in Mexico City, the family comes from a very small town. So as you can see, I, I come from a family that is mixed. That is one of the reasons why I've been so um, attached to the expat community because my dad himself was an expat when he moved to Mexico. I like that. Uh, that's an amazing yes. story that he has. Uh, when I moved to Playa del Carmen, I was 23 years old. Today I'm 37, so it's a lifetime. <laughs> wow, <laughs> two, two, two kids. <laughs> two kids. It, it, it's a lifetime in Playa time. I, I agree. When you when we're, uh, when you were asking me how long am I living here, yeah. I said six years, and you were like uh, 15. That's a different story. <laughs> yeah. and, and I already feel like okay, I have quite some years now. But uh, well, go ahead. It, it works like a that. lifetime in Playa. It, a lifetime in Playa. Definitely. Uh, it's uh, it's amazing. It was, I came like most people with a broken heart, uh, just to try to get away from reality. And it turns out that reality turned into my this new reality turned into my life. Uh, I never went back, as my mom said from the beginning. It's like you will never be back, and I know why. And now I understand that she was right, and that why uh, was the happiness that someone can experience in a place like Playa del Carmen. When and your you, mom knew that? My mom know yes. about stuff. <laughs> well, she looked in your eyes when you were talking about the first time about Playa del Carmen. Yes, because I was very, um, I was very stubborn and I was telling yeah. her like, I'll be back in two months, I'll be back in two months. I was a city boy. Yes. Know? I needed the car, I needed the clubs and I needed that. And then I moved here and I realized that there's so many uh, different realities to people. So the person I was at that point is not the same person I am today. I care a lot more about things that make me happy instead of things that are 
pretending to make me happy. So moms know, and she knows who I was truly more than I even knew. It's it's funny the way that yeah. you say moms know. You're absolutely right. My mother knew when I told her I'm going to move to Mexico that this is wrong <laughs> for a very long time. She knew it. A, a tear ran down her eye with the moment was, I told her, "Mom, I think I'm very serious with going to Mexico." Moms know. They yes. they know you better than anyone. Absolutely. My dad as well. So when I came to this place, it was a whole different uh, place, to be very yes, honest. It's uh, changing a lot. Most of the, when I came, the Fifth Avenue ended at the 38th, 38th Street with the Fifth Avenue, of course. Uh, after that, you could only see sand and constructions, and you know, most of it, it was jungle. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful. It was an amazing sensation to be surrounded by this nature that I had never seen in my life. I had um, coatis in the area. Right now, in this place where I've been living for the past 15 years, near the pool, there were a lot of coatis, yeah. and there was like little monkeys and stuff. Like, of course, we don't have them today. But at that point, being a city boy, to me, it was a whole different world, even though I was still living in Mexico, and that's the reason why I stayed. Um, the second strongest reason is because I haven't been dating Mexican women since I, <laughs> since I moved to this place. Um, a whole new world opened. Yeah. Uh, I've been very happy to uh, experience different stuff with people from different countries. I was a very ignorant person uh, about world stuff in general when I moved to this place. I was just self-centered because I wanted to achieve things through the regular square of life, you know, what they teach you to do in school and the family, how they get to tell you how you will succeed in life. So when I moved to this place, I started listening to people's um, life stories. Yeah. People that were over 60s, 70s telling you their experiences around Croatia or Asia or, or in France or South America and even in Mexico, places that I have never heard of. Yeah. So that made me feel very ignorant and realized that I had never experienced anything by myself with an intention of actually living the real life. And that's what I found in Playa del Carmen. I thanks to the expats and th travelers. Thanks to the expats and travelers. Yes. Many of them told me stories and parts of history of Mexico that I was not even aware of. Oh yeah, I know that feeling. It's me, horrible. <laughs> me being from Berlin, Germany, many times I had uh, tourists or friends around. They would tell me stories about the city I didn't know. Right. I, and it makes you feel ignorant, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's, you're kind of blindfolded. Or uh, with a tunnel vision for your own city or surrounding, and you have to get actually out of it in order to get a wider view. Oh, absolutely! I think it's a different mindset the one we we have when we are living in in big cities, yeah, uh, or first world countries. Because I experienced Sweden as well, and it was a little bit like that. Um, but this place taught me so many things. Um, I want to tell you why I actually felt so frustrated the first time. I met a beautiful girl from Holland. Uh, Femke was her name, I remember that. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. And she was from Holland and I was hanging out with a bunch of expats at that point. I was the only Mexican and I asked someone uh, about something and she replied kindly. Yeah. And I couldn't recognize her accent and I asked her like, what, what, are you, what is your main language? Is it German? Because I was that ignorant at that point, and she, of course, got, her. She <laughs> got super mad about it. She was like, what? Who are you? She, she, re she replied in a way that made me feel extremely 
vulnerable <laughs> towards a group of people that have been traveling around. So I felt like a tiny ant yeah. against monsters at that point. So I, I, I of course, uh, responded through my anger. And I told like, well, Germans dodge to us, you're all blonde, and they're all the same. <laughs> I was very angry. Yes. And what I just, what happened, of course, is that I could It's a nice way to kick off a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we, we well, I, I didn't get anything from her. But she uh, and I, we, we, we met again at a certain point, and I went and apologized. And I told her that I felt ignorant, and I felt very attacked by her, the way she replied. She and funny, then she yeah. retreated. Well, she replied, uh, I, I got a kiss after that. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. it was well, nice. But it's also the different cultures. It was different that cultures. Is something, me being a German, living here, there are so many huge differences in, in, in culture, yeah. which makes Playa, in my consideration, one of the most loveliest places, uh, well, I have seen. I don't want to say on earth, I haven't seen no, all of them, course. but uh, the, uh, all the places I know because of the community, because of the different cultures. Precisely. It all brings together. Do you have? I mean, uh, you you told me the last census. You you are a bit more closer to the numbers than I I were, or were able to dig them up. How many people are living here currently? An estimate? What have you heard? It's a, it's an amazing uh, situation with Laia <laughs> because we we're not really sure. Okay, when I moved to this place, we were between thirty thousand to thirty three thousand people. Fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago. Thirty thousand. Um, the last census that I actually was able to read. Uh, from this sexenio, uh, as we call it, this, this time of the, the government ruling, I heard there were something over 133,000 at a certain point already registered. That is literally legally registered. Yes. For, so, okay, that's... Okay. In Playa del Carmen. When was that? And that was uh, 2014, 2015. Okay. Okay. So now we actually know how the numbers get to increase. We might be estimating between 170,000 to 180,000 something. Could be more or less because yeah. there's also one thing. In this register, we do have expats leaving. And the last register was fluctuating between the 28,000 to the 33,000. Expats. Expats. Okay. All from South America all the way to Asia. You know? That's like, a fifth of Playa it inhabitants. Is, it is an amazing number, but there's again an amazing amount of people not registered in Playa, I, both from the local Mexicans and the now local expats. Yes, I agree with that. I would I would estimate easily 200,000 living I would, here. I will go for the same number. Great. <laughs> all together. Yes, all together. exactly, yeah. exactly. But yeah, like you said, it's just a, a big amount of, of people not, not being registered. Yeah, they're just like digital nomads groups, you know. Coming uh, and going. Coming and going. There's yes. a lot of a uh, uh, situation going on with the immigration from South America. Um, I would love to have the power to create a program where to help them and, and be part of this in a more... Uh, comfortable way for them as well absolutely so they can also give something back to the to the country at this point i don't like to talk about borders and stuff yeah. especially in the business that i am you know i cannot yeah. have either this position or that position the only thing that frustrates me is that i cannot help people to just remain here in a better way for them because i some other conditions are not the best i agree i totally agree so coming back to your facebook group uh, yes. how is it called the Mexpat Club. The Mexpat Club? Yes. What uh, is what is cool about it? Tell me. What is cool about it? Okay, well, it was actually um, an emotional idea that started this business. I love the expat community, as I said. Yeah. I'm very fond of the foreigners just teaching me stuff about my own country and their own countries. I experienced some of them. Um, so I wanted to give back something. I was living in, in Sweden for a while, and it was a wonderful experience, but I felt very lonely. 
It is the type of culture they have there, though. Um, and I, real, I realized there was a lot of flaws in the system as an expat because I was completely legal that, at that point. And, and then I started thinking, maybe we have the same problem in Mexico. As friendly as we are, there should be a lot of gaps that these people is experiencing right now. And it turns out that I was right. See, all this part where you want to be legal in Mexico is floating. There's information here, information there. How to get a taxi, what is the rate, because they're abusing. Once, once you're a tourist, everybody wants your money. Yeah. But when they realize you're not a tourist, everybody forgets about you. But when you go somewhere, you still have to pay the same amount as a tourist because they think you have the money. Yeah. And that is totally unfair. Yeah. And, uh, who do you tell? Right? <laughs> Look at my face. Look at your face. <laughs> Look at my gringo face. <laughs> That's how I call it. And that is exactly why it pissed me off. I'm sorry about the word, but it just no pissed worries. me off with, no with my own people because they, there is no responsibility towards the expat. Yes. No one really cares about this community. And many of them are married with Mexicans or they've been living here for a while and they're living under the Mexican economy. Yeah. Many of them don't have the opportunities that other people have to save money and then come here. Someone just came on vacations and stayed. So now that said, I decided to create a community that will support each other about all the situations that are happening around the expat community. How to get the papers, how and when you should go uh, and get this job or apply for that job. How do I actually get to learn the language? Which are the best places to eat that are not that expensive? How to experience Mexico? All those things matter. And I decided to make something cool about it and start gathering a community that is responsible about their own services that want to offer to the expats. Let's just try to find the best quality of the services with the responsible price for them. Not a tourist price. Not a tourist price. The fact that you're white or black or tan from another place in the world yeah. doesn't mean that you have to pay for the highest rate just because your skin color says that. It's not fair. I, as a Mexican, uh, find this disgusting because we live both from the tourism that yeah. comes and goes but also from the people that has been sustaining this town day by day like there, me. There is a lot of short-term thinking involved here. In the way how Talking about cab drivers, for example, uh, it's, it's the quick money they see and it's not the reputation they create. That's what I always uh, yeah, experience in mm. that way. I, I, don't, I know the, the rates now, so I don't even ask anymore how much do I owe you. I just give them what I, what I owe because yeah, I, know, I know my way around. But as a, someone who just joined the community or maybe travelers, I mean, as, even as a tourist, you don't want to be the stupid one. You want to be uh, uh, treated fair. You want to be treated with respect and not uh, getting screwed over because of the lack of knowledge. It is absolutely right that uh, when I moved to Playa del Carmen, 15 years ago, it was already happening. Yeah. I took uh, the bus, because I came by bus from Mexico City. Yeah. It was the <laughs> longest trip I ever took in my life. Um, and I had a house here, because I rented the house before I came. And you know, this station is like five blocks from here. Yes. So I took a cab, because I had no idea. Oh, still happening. And this yes. guy took me around all the way, Playa del Carmen, and then he came to the street where we are right now, and he, I was just like, how much is it? And it was like 100 pesos. And I was like, okay, it's 100 pesos. It's like these days 200 pesos. It was just like, no, it was just like horrible because two weeks after I started walking around my area and then I get to see the, the, the bus station like a couple of blocks. Now I was like, three minutes walk. <laughs> they ripped me off 
awful, in an awful way. So this is happening day by day to a lot of expats. I had guests with me in Oof. my van telling me exactly the same story from the ADO, from the bus station to their vacation rental. Uh, I know that rate is 60 pesos yeah. and uh, they got ripped off to 100 pesos. And you just arrived from the airport, obviously. So oh, they just arrived from the airport and they were tired and well, that's the rate apparently. And you pay it without even questioning it. And that's sad. I mean, that is extremely sad. So that's why the Mexpac Club is actually focused on this kind of services. I, can everybody join? Everybody can join. Um, travelers, which are planning travelers to come for are two planning weeks. To come. That's absolutely, yes. Uh, when they, I try to ask the people that, that is just passing by when you're gone. Just try to, to leave. Just leave the, the community because we want to keep it as clean as possible. So Makes we don't sense. need to have a lot of people Makes and we sense. get lost in numbers. Quality instead of quantity. Precisely. I don't want to be the biggest community. I want to be the community that has the most uh, valuable, valuable uh, members here. Yeah. You know, people that are, have their own businesses and projects. That said, uh, we're working on the taxi drivers. I'm making my own list of taxi drivers that speak English. You're going to be able to pay with your credit card, swap money. How cool is that? And you don't have to pay any fees. It's going to be the same price, same rates for everyone. Awesome. So it's just a matter of time where we get to have the WhatsApp working for people. I was about to say, isn't that a matter of, of a WhatsApp group of trusted uh, <laughs> cab drivers? I'm, I'm into this. It's just that making an appointment with a taxi driver is really complicated. They yeah. Are, <laughs> they're a bit, a bit lazy, but uh, the ones I already have they're amazing people they're young and they're open-minded for this yeah, new, new I can work. actually recommend you one as well thank you so much that will be amazing so yeah that's that's exactly what the Mexpat Club is about we get to make uh, meetups for expats we try to deliver art and culture every single time if it's possible by bringing pa uh, painters photographers make a quite uh, quite a nice environment for people to see a little bit of what Playa gets to offer while talking to new people, investors, owners of businesses, just a regular community, um, try a couple of good drinks because we only choose amazing places to, to, to be. You know, I don't want to just drag you to a bar just because it's a bar. You know, I, wanna, I want you to know a new bar that is not on the map of the, tourist, uh, the touristic side. You know? As well, uh, recommending new businesses and Definitely. helping them up to Definitely. helping them to... We want to grow together with the different businesses that are coming to Playa. This, Great. Is, this is why we created this community all together now. I have six people in total that inside of Mexpac Club working. We're 24-7 thinking about how to improve this group and we got different lines of work. We got people uh, that is dedicated to find new tours to deliver to the new tourists or the new expats in Playa. We're people uh, that is looking for fitness, yoga, health, uh, everything that has to do with the holistic line, vegans. So you can find better restaurants that are just opening and require this amount of people to yeah. sustain themselves and keep giving this amazing service. We got a little uh, line of Spanish teachers that want to offer the services for the right price without going crazy because that's yeah. another market that I'm really mad at. <laughs> uh, the, the Spanish schools are driving me crazy. They're charging way too much for something that should be a lot easier. Yes. Um, so all these things, this is what I'm dedicating my life to, to make a better playa. So in the future, these people that remain here can create better projects, more uh, playa style. Yeah. I've been putting a little bit of a seed inside of the brain of a couple of investors to use the Colosio area uh, for them to create art quartiers, as we call it, just a yes. couple of blocks filled with bars with wine and jazz and blues because we need that, you know, uh, galleries that are infused with uh, handcraft beer and stuff like that. Just Sounds like a great idea. Stand-up comedy places or just dancing places where you, yeah. you can just every now and then go see a little play 
uh, you know, by people here is we need culture. The like, Bohemian district oh, of that, Playa del Carmen, that would be the Colosio. So yeah, just, absolutely. If that happens in the next 10 years, we are going to switch our tourism for more responsible tourists. We're also going to switch our expats into more interesting people that wants to come and deliver something. There's a lot of influencers out there in the world that we can drag here yeah, empower them as well. The line of women, the projects they have, uh, it's a part of my new project. I am creating a community of um, business women yeah. with business ideas and projects, and I'm trying to find a community of new investors yeah. to helping them to help them to help them. And at the same time, this businesswoman empower other women that wants to take that step on being independent or trying to create a project. So it's going to be a, a platform for women, made by women, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit involved, even though it's a little bit weird. <laughs> In the background. Because no one really wanted to do this. Yeah. And I've been talking to a lot of people, and they, everyone says yes, but no one wants, has the time to do Once it. Wants to actually I, invest the time. Better, but I do have the time. Yes. So I want to do this. I realized that ten out of uh, seven out of ten people that I interview for the Mexpat Club are women with projects. Oh, wow. It is in- unbelievable. So if we get to create... That's an interesting ratio. It is incredible because I'm going to tell you something. I'm very happy about this part. Women are not taking the same roles as they were before. Yeah, they, I agree. They, yeah. They're not moms. They're not wives only. They're actually independent travel traveling women. Especially traveling. Yeah. Traveling women that are incredibly smart. They're intelligent. They're having a lot of information about the world. And they have their own job as a digital nomad, but they have a couple of projects aside. Yeah. The ones that are moms that are taking the, the, the step to get out of their countries and come here, they come to look for a better life in their own way. So they are working already. Yeah. They're moms, but they're also having their own project. It's unbelievable. I got, I'm going crazy. While men, even though we men are very good at what we do when we actually put attention, we still keep, <laughs> it's true, we still keep chopping wood and being mining through our computers. These digital nomad guys that I met are amazing, but that's the only thing they want to do. I want to be in my computer, do my job, yeah. close the computer. More traditional, and, less open-minded probably. Precisely. Yes, I, I hear you, absolutely. So it's been a, quite a challenge to find more men that actually are willing to just leave their beach time yeah. to do something while when you get to talk to a, a woman and... A woman could be 23 by now. Yeah. It's about the mindset. Yeah. Not a girl. Uh, you tell them, hey, what about this, this and that, and go like, wow, absolutely. Let me just try to find some time on my schedule and we'll try to talk about this with this group of people. Yeah. So maybe through this we can action something in the future that in, a, in the future we can have a better Playa del Carmen with better projects. Absolutely. There is a lot of women out there trying to make projects to clean the beach and try to solve the sargassum situation. It is unbelievable. I got a list of wonderful people through the uh, blog of Mexpats, yeah. we are gonna try to attack that part. How's it called in the blog of Mexpats? The blog of the Mexpats is called People of Playa Blogs with an X at the end, so that'll be pop. Pop, People of Playa Blogs. blogs. What's yeah. the URL, what's the website? Um, it is, I'm How not to really, find it? It's, it's the Mexpats Club? Uh, yeah, we haven't been able to change the name yet, but it's uh, Club. It's articles.mexpatclub.com articles.maxpetsclub.com yeah, that's gonna, your blog that's the blog yeah it's always it's already on the link of the facebook page yeah. the open one and the club okay if i'm a traveler i have never seen playa before i'm looking for information like how to get from the hotel from the airport to the hotel what are the coolest bars what are the best beaches uh, where can i go what would you recommend to a traveler who has never been here before okay first of all uh, One of the main 
let's just say uh, points to, that we have in Playa del Carmen, if not the strongest one, is the Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Okay, that is uh, that is like light to to flies. You know, you get to, <laughs> yes. You're a fly, you see light, and you just go there. Of course, it's an amazing place to visit. There's a lot of different bars. Um, the 12th Street, which was the main club street, is is actually just disappearing. Yes, I heard. Yeah. I heard. Um, the clubs are there. They don't have the same power as they have before. Yeah. There are no beach clubs anymore. So what you have is just a regular club that is open and it's extremely uh, basic. I'm yeah. not going to say it's good or bad. I just think they're basic. They don't have anything to offer. So uh, that said, if you get to walk around the new area of Playa del Carmen, not on the side of the ferry, but the opposite side, you're going to yeah. find new bars with different tendencies of uh, handcraft beer, different music, live music, really good uh, live music. And now also something that has been happening is that the hostels are opening their doors at night for many of the travelers. Uh, with their rooftop bars. Exactly. And, yeah, I hear that as also well. Also, the hotels are doing the same thing. Yes, they're doing good. They're doing Because amazing. That's, yes. That's you want to be on top of everything just uh, to have a wonderful view. The prices are fair. Yeah. And the wind just passes by. So you yes. don't need that AC, horrible AC all the time. So my recommendation will be don't get stuck in the main streets of Playa del Carmen. It where is, do you look? Where would you recommend to look for that information? Um, there's plenty of places always... It's all about people recommending people. So, of course, I would recommend people to add themselves to the Mexpat Club. Uh, I'll accept everyone. Yeah. And you can ask us directly. I've been here for 15 years, as I said. My friends have been here for long, too. And my community is more than happy to, re to reply. But there's plenty of communities I'll, where you can ask. I was about to, uh, to ask. There are plenty of uh, communities. First of all, yours, the Mexpat Club. Yeah. How many members do you have we, in there? We have 1,500 people wow. living here. Okay. So well, it, it's only living a huge, here. huge amount of knowledge gathered <laughs> together. So Absolutely. if I'm coming here for the first time, I would just <laughs> knock on the door of the Mexpat Club and, uh, and ask uh, probably for the best way to do certain things and uh, your members most likely will be happy yeah. to to answer definitely also is one of the things is that my team yeah. gets to reply as fast as possible I see. and we have a database of services as yeah. i said just like the taxi drivers we know the yoga teachers dentists doctors everything <laughs> we've been making this research because it's important to yeah. deliver the best of the best where people can just feel comfortable yeah so if you get to just send us a message inside of the Mexpac club like hey where can i find this yeah it, we're gonna reply immediately if you ask the community the community is gonna reply immediately as well i see the only difference is that we are actually we as a team we're putting a little bit more effort on going and try make tryouts obviously that's obviously. the thing i was also about to recommend the uh, riviera maya lovers as well with Ooh, 300 yes, members <laughs> uh, we're doing well I wouldn't say the same you are a bit more on a professional side with your with your employees and uh, yeah with the let's say expats having their businesses here mm. the uh, Riviera Maya lovers group is more about the leisure about the, the lovely side of this area nature scenery and everything like that Precisely. just wanted to throw that in no no absolutely I mean the There's no much difference in the intention of intention of both groups, of course. It's just that I made this my life. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's why I'm saying <laughs> that's, 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 that's the only difference, right? That's that's why that's why numbers are different because of yes. course you get to start something with the heart, yeah. and you require some time for that. In my case, I actually had to turn into something, and I require the numbers. So I've been putting my 24/7. But it's a matter of uh, your community to yes. grow. Just because it's going to happen. And yeah. we know that. People that have that intention and gets to feel. And, of course, we are going to help 
just bringing the people there. Can't wait for <laughs> for you texting me. Hey Kai, I just had someone who was listening to your podcast, uh, asking me for for help or whatever, or bringing something that useful be, to the community. That will be great, and I will also to the people that is listening. I just want to tell you that we're trying to create a wonderful community. In this case, I had the opportunity to meet you yes, and talk thank about you for projects. Me. It was it was a wonderful meeting. Uh, we are trying to create projects for the people that is coming, for the people that is living here. We want to deliver something better, and it's only people through like you yeah. that we're going to be able to access to this kind of response to the people that is coming or about to come or already here. So it's just a matter of time that we get to find the right people. We do not want to work with everyone. We want to work with the right people, and you're one of them. So I have uh, faith in, in the future, but also uh, what I heard about your, your uh, community, I will help uh, us much as I can Thank to you. help it grow. Thank you. you never know what's going to come, you know? Yeah. And, no, we, and as we already, sorry for interrupting, as we already agreed, it's uh, it's always about the win-win, helping each other, growing each other. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and being there for each other, right? Absolutely. Uh, th this world can be so cruel <laughs> in, other, in other parts, let me say like that. And I have the idea, the perception here in Playa, we are all a bit more polite, a bit more helpful uh, people here in this I have the idea that the community of Playenses uh, are having a certain mindset. Uh, a bit more relaxed maybe, but as well a bit more open-minded to uh, the one who's next to yourself. Absolutely. I think it's uh, one of the reasons why I stayed in Playa yeah. and why I will always, always, if I can live here, stay. As your mom told you. As my mom told me, yes. <laughs> she, she, she calls every every week and just to check, like, are you ever coming back? And like, no, I'm not, I'm not going back. You were right. She's probably just doing that in order to tease you. <laughs> she does that. Because she knows the answer. Exactly. But it's true. Um, I'm very happy with what you said. It is true about the community in Playa is helping. I, for example, um, I feel very connected to my to my block of my neighbors. Yes. We are all in a WhatsApp group about uh, whatever. We, we're, we're protecting the area. Great. There's a lot of people trying to take the trees away because they just bought this house. There's a lot yes. of... This is something I don't like. Yeah. There's yeah. expats and there's foreigners. Yeah, I hear you. And the foreigners come, they buy properties, they want to turn it into whatever it's an they... investment that needs to generate money. Yes, to them. No matter what's the cost. In the most horrible way, they have turned Playa into a little area that looks like the place where they're living instead of turning it into a better Mexico area that would look amazing. I totally agree. The reason why a lot of people come is because it's Mexico. And we're protecting areas, like the park where I walk my dog, they yeah. were trying to take some trees away. So the whole community just on WhatsApp connected <laughs> is like, they're trying to take the trees away. So we went there yeah. and we managed to convince the municipio to just move the trees to the next park. Yeah. They were gonna build something there. They haven't done it yet, but yeah. we know the trees are still there yeah. and they're alive. So this is what one of the things that I'm very happy. Awesome. The communities here are, are actually cleaning the beach. Every Sunday, there are beach groups. I think you're one of them organizing. Uh, and there's several people doing this. One of the things that you do have to remember when you come to Playa, even though everybody's really nice and everybody's really open, there is a few people that you might always want to be aware of. So you, you, you I'm be not saying, cautious. just be cautious, okay? When it comes to money, <laughs> just be cautious. If it's about a shake, just smiling and just projects and talking, that's fine. But yeah. there's also a lot of people from all ethnicities, from all genders, from all kinds that are not the best people in Playa. We have had a lot of experiences like that. And I always get to tell people, it's fine, live in Playa, love it, enjoy it. Yeah. But when it comes to people, sometimes it's important for you to take the time to learn to read 
everything that is around you. Yeah. That is a very important part. Sometimes we go, as we say in Mexico, we let ourselves go like uh, fat dogs on a slide. <laughs> Have you seen there's a lot of videos of fat dogs? Yes, obviously. <laughs> so you just let yourself like, oh, this person is so cool. And you just go all the way with this person. It turns out that they were looking for something else. Yeah, you know? So, and then you you end with the face in, in, in the sand <laughs> at the end of the slide. Exactly. <laughs> That's what happens to a lot of people. So um, there's wonderful people out there, but just take your time. Most of the people have their, their ways to be. Uh, they're different, but it's always important to have a filter. That's the only recommendation I have for people, especially to women. Please pay attention. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, these uh, groups of people going out and I've been reading the expat community and they're yeah. disappointed because they met this guy or that girl. It's just because we are different in cultures. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a touristic town yeah. in the end. So there's a lot of things you have to be aware of. It's just a matter of put your filters, enjoy Playa, make many, friends. Many times it's common sense you should apply. I will, go for, I will go for logic, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> after, after the third margarita, the, the common sense <laughs> and the logic goes. That's the thing, that's what I yeah. <laughs> experienced as well. But oh, uh, I've been there. <laughs> I, I almost got married once. <laughs> it all started by a couple of drinks. Okay, I would say let's wrap it up with that. You got almost married <laughs> once because of lack of common sense. <laughs> Or the down. third margarita. That's why I was recommending. Be aware of it. It happens. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> My pleasure. Uh, I'm very sure that was not the last podcast we are doing together. No, no, no. no. Uh, we should do this. And uh, in the future, if we can, we're going to start with the forums, uh, live forums. We can share yes, with your community. I, I appreciate your invitation and I'm oh, no. more than happy to join that. Absolutely. Well, uh, dear listeners, if you're still listening, well, you are <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. And And, um, well, I'm talking to you tomorrow. If you like what we are doing, give it a thumb up, uh, uh, like, or share, a heart, a bubble, or whatever makes that thing float in the internet. And have a look at the MaxPad Club. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cartoons, you have to live and discover the Mexican